Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we usually have a little bit of coffee and then have a whole lot of Jesus. I already had some coffee. I don't have the cup with me this morning. Starting a little bit late. We got some sick uh, kids in the house, so things are not in the normal routine. But I am here and I am ready to talk about Proverbs 22, verse 5 through 6. And I would argue that verse 6 is one of the most, if not the most important verses, apart from Proverbs 1-7 in Proverbs. So we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about this today, and uh, I'm going to do a sermon on this in the future for sure, because this is something I am very passionate about and often convicted about myself. So let's say a prayer and get started. Father, thank you for this morning. Um, God, help me to speak clearly so that we understand your word rightly. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, let's look at verse 5 and verse 6 of Proverbs 22. Verse 5 we're not going to spend as much time on, but it's important that we talk about this because it connects directly to verse 6. Verse 5 says, Thorns and snares are in the way of the crooked. Whoever guards his soul will keep far from them. Now, this is just another metaphor to describe what really all of Proverbs is about and what Proverbs 1-7 is about. Okay, a person, a person who guards his soul is a person who fears the Lord. It's a person who puts God first. It's a person who, who looks up to God as Lord of their life and is surrendered to him as master and is obedient to the working to be as obedient as possible to his words and to his commands because they know the commands are for good and you will have a better life and eternal life if you seek after honoring God and following his commandments. Okay, that is that is the one who guards his soul. And the person who guards his soul will keep far from any thorns and snares. Thorns and snares are things that keep you off the path, right? That if you're on a path in life and there's thorns and snares there, they, they hinder you from continuing on that path. And so that's what sin is. Sin is thorns and snares. And it will hinder you from guarding your soul and finding true joy and peace in life. Okay, so that's the whole idea of verse 5. Now, let's read verse 6. This is the important one. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now this verse is used quite often. It's tossed around a whole lot. And I think it's misunderstood in our modern culture in society today because a lot of people will read this verse that have older children. Okay? And they'll say, but I trained up my child in the way that they should go. And when they got old, they departed from it. I took them to church. We, we were at all the vacation Bible schools. And we prayed at dinner. You know, we would say a little prayer before we ate. And, you know, they were involved in all of these Christian activities growing up. Maybe even they went to a Christian school. Who knows? Um, but that's, that's what will be said. But I did that. I trained up my child in the way he should go. Here's something we need to understand. Taking your children to church is good. But just taking your children to church and having them involved in the church activities is not what this verse is saying. It's important that we understand that. This is not saying take your child to church so somebody else can train them up 
in the way they should go. That's not what this verse says. This verse is directed to parents, to guardians of children. It says, train up your child, train up a child in the way he should go. That is actively telling you to train them up, not expecting someone else to give them all of the spiritual guidance. As a parent, as a grandparent, as a protector, as a guardian of this child's life, you have a responsibility to be part of the training up of that child. Okay, well, what does that look like? What does that look like then? I thought I was just supposed to take them to church, and then when I'm at home, I don't ever have to talk about spiritual things. We, we might pray before we eat, but that's it. You know, they hear all the spiritual stuff at church, and then when we go home, we can, we can talk like the rest of the world talks. Well, let's look at, a, at another verse, Deuteronomy eleven nineteen. Now, this verse um, was given to the people of Israel um, when the Ten Commandments were given. And it says, You shall teach them to your children. The, the, the them, teach them, is referring to the commandments. Okay, that's what this is referring to here. You shall teach them to your children, the commandments of God, talking of them, when you are sitting in your house and when you are walking by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. The idea of training up your child in the way he should go means that you incorporate biblical truth into your life so much as a parent and as a leader that you are constantly, often, every day, continually using God's word to teach your children about the world that they live in. You don't only talk about spiritual things when you're at church or just every so often. To train up a child in the way he should go means that it's a continual process. Every day you're using lessons and opportunities as a way to train your child about biblical truths. When they do wrong, Make sure you pull the Bible into that. This is why this is wrong. This is what God's Word says. This is, this is um, how we need to understand and view the way this person lives. Hey, this person is, is saying this, and they're saying that, and they're saying this is right, and they're saying that is right, or this is wrong, and that is wrong. What does the Bible say about it? You're incorporating it in your daily life as you go to and fro in the car between school and the store and, and when you go out on the weekends you're having conversations with your children that bring them back to the law of the Lord the other thing is as you live out your own spiritual walk with God as a mature Christian you should be actively consistently in a relationship with God all the time so that your children see that listen if you just take your kids to church and that's the only spiritual thing they ever see and when you go home you don't ever talk about the Bible or anything spiritual whatsoever with your kids you just go on about life turn the TV on and let the world you know envelop your household then what's gonna happen is they're going to learn to be that way as adults they're gonna think well this church thing really isn't all that important it's just something we go and do but when we come home there you know we don't bring church with us we don't bring any of that with us you need to bring all that home. It needs to envelop your household. It needs to envelop your life, and your children need to see that. That's what it means to train up your child in the way he or she should go. When they grow old, they're not going to depart from it. 
because they have constantly seen it their entire life and they have seen it in you their entire life and upbringing. If it's real to you, it will be real to them. If you genuinely love God with all your heart and you live that out in your life day to day, your children will see it. They will, if anything, when they get older, they're going to say, you know what? My mom and dad really believed what they said they believed because they always talked about it at home. They wouldn't shut up about it. They talked about it. They talked about it when we were sitting in our house. They talked about it when we were walking by the way. And they talked about it when we went to bed at night. They talked about it when we got up in the morning. They were always talking about their relationship with God and true things about God's Word and steering us in that direction. We always heard about it. It never ended. That's what we want our children to say when they get older. We don't want them to just say, well, my parents took me to church, but that was pretty much it about any spiritual connection. You know, I remember the preacher preaching, and I remember the Sunday school teacher teaching, and I remember vacation Bible school and being a part of youth group. But that was it. When we got home, there was, there was nothing spiritual at home. That's not what we want to hear. Train up your child in the way he should go. You do that by leading by example, by having a relationship with God yourself, making it a priority in your life, and talking about it each and every day and how God works in your life, and that's going to rub off on your children. Now, how does this apply to verse 5? By doing that, you are living out verse 5. You are one who guards your soul. Not only that, but you are one who is guarding your child's soul by talking about it each and every day. How else are they going to learn to avoid the thorns and the snares if you don't talk about it at home? Hearing the preacher for 20 to 30 minutes and the Sunday school teacher for 20 to 30 minutes every Sunday is not enough to nourish your children spiritually. They need a meal, meals, every single day. 95% of the spiritual teaching that your children need must come from you, parents, must come from grandparents, the family. It's got to come from you. I'm just a filler on the weekend as a preacher. I'm just there to help kind of jumpstart you and, and add some more lessons and, and, and understanding to Scripture so that you throughout the week as you teach your kids have some more, more things that you can bring to them and lessons, okay? But you've got to seek God in your own relationship and reading His Word, and then you've got to teach your children, okay? That's what this means to train up a child. Falls on you, parents. Falls on you. All right, thank you for joining me this morning. Um, and I hope that this inspired you and encouraged you today. Uh, but serve your children by loving God more than you love anything else. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Seek first the kingdom of God. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.